Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning, good morning, hello, hello, Friday Eve. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Good morning. Morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is a free download, on your smart speaker and driving in on the old car radio. Oh my God, it's hot. <laughs> Don't you start complaining. Uh, you know, there's uh, there's people who uh, get mad at people for complaining about the weather in May when we're getting a heat wave. And you know what I have to say to them? At least it's getting cool at night. Like, I mean, for somebody who doesn't have AC, it has not been bad yet because it still gets so cool at night. Mm-hmm. We're not having those really warm, you know, July, August evenings where when you leave your windows open overnight, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. True. So it's still, we still have that relief. And man, am I loving this heat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is not the norm, and we know it's going to go away soon. I mean, the norm for this time of year is... 19 degrees. <laughs> yeah. And um, usually that would be lovely in May. Mm-hmm. Totally. So yesterday uh, we broke a record that we hadn't beaten in over 100 years here in Ottawa. We hit 27 <laughs> degrees. Holy wow. cow. And they're expecting for the next couple of days that we're going to continue to break record after record after record, because I think it's supposed to get up to 30, 31 yeah like even yeah so that's hotter than we've ever seen on uh, may 12th before yeah i but, don't think it's usual that we see fire bans already no, in may no. <laughs> <laughs> not for this area but of course we are in one now uh firefighters gosh yesterday had to respond to i think four different wildfires wow one of them near us uh on the way out to richmond near shea road and brownlee road there was a uh, a farm there that lost four acres of their cornfields oh geez. Wow. Yeah. And luckily, firefighters were able to put it out before it extended to another dry, brushy area. So uh, no uh, outdoor wood fire pits then. No, uh, obviously, burning brush or anything like that. But also a reminder to the smokers out there. Yes. Mm -hmm. The cigarettes. Make sure they're out before you're flicking them. Mm-hmm. Do a lot you of shouldn't be still... flicking it. You shouldn't be flicking them well, anyways. I'm just going to exactly. say it. Mm-hmm. I I hate it when I see it. I agree with Find you. Find an ashtray. Don't flick it out the car window. I hate it yep. when I see butts on the ground. Like that mm-hmm. that shouldn't be happening anyways. Yeah. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. What I was trying to say a couple of minutes ago is that. I got a heads up for you. If you're trying to get your steps in today, you'll find out next. I got a mind-blowing fact. (laughs) Again, that still doesn't make sense. (laughs) But instead, this is what you heard. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Anyways. That's not uh, a complete thought, man. (laughs) Okay, man. I've got a useless fact for you. When you walk down a steep hill, the pressure on your knees is equal to three times your body weight. (sighs) How does that have anything to do with getting my step count in? Because if you're going to get your steps in, if you're, you're going to be, mm. be walking down a, a steep hill, you're still getting your steps in. It's, yes, but it doesn't increase my steps. It doesn't help me get more steps in the day. <laughs> huh? Why do you what? hate me? I'm Why just, do you I'm hate just me? Confused. I'm just confused at how the two are linked. They link in my head. Uh, okay, so when you're going downhill, you what? It's three times your body weight? Yes, correct. On your knees. Yeah, that's why yes. it really, it's its not fun going up a hill when you hike, and it's also not fun when you go down. It's really hard on the knees. Really Hiking sucks. It'd be really hard to live in San Francisco. Oh, jeez. <laughs> up and down, down and up and down, yeah. Wow. Okay. Three right. times. 
Uh, Janelle, are you going to rate that fact or are you going to pass? Move on. <laughs> Angie? Uh, people with bad knees probably feel this a lot. Uh, yeah, like I'll give it like a seven. Thank you very much. To the scores we go at 10-0-30. Stewart's number one favorite fan is Nautic Mama gives him a seven-ish. I get my steps in walking each aisle at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> that, you, you're just That's like your just mother. Like your mom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Apple didn't fall far. The country bumpkins are giving it a 10. That's why it's hard in the knees. We think that we will just stay on flat land. <laughs> Soccer mom, not mind-blowing, Stu, but a good fact, giving you a 7 this morning. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, tire teacher has a Spartan racer. I can definitely say that going downhill is harder mm-hmm. on the knees. I knew this, though, and give you an 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aussie Canadian says, Stu, you mailed it in today. What? <laughs> How do you figure? Giving you a three. What? Oof. Oof. Not good. Oof. Hall of Famer's ghost rider and his dad, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. That explains a lot about my knee pains. Cough, cough. We give that a uh, ten. Yeah, it's all that downhill you're going all the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, scores are average, we shall say, mm-hmm. I guess. If you're J- Janelle, you want to give a score? <laughs> the latest in all things viral pop culture and news here's what's trending on move 100 well after years and years of waiting it's already paying off for the new avatar movie 13 years after the original was released in 2009, we finally have a trailer, and diehard fans were freaking out Mm -hmm. yesterday. It has already been viewed 150 million times since yesterday, this trailer, and people uh, are just so excited for this. So, I mean, obviously, this is going to be like a franchise thing, so they've already confirmed that there's going to be four more movies beyond this. It took them like 15, you said 15 years? 13 years. 13 years, yeah. Yeah. like, how long is it going to take to get to the end of the franchise? <laughs> well, there were delays because of the pandemic, like everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, these movies are not easy to make, no, as for sure. we know. Uh, the budget for each one of these movies, and even the ones moving forward, is at least $250 million. <gasps> I mean, it did pay off, though. The very first movie back in 2009 uh, grossed $2.8 billion. Wow. Now, I didn't see that movie, did you? You yeah. didn't see Avatar? No. Yeah, I remember going to theaters to oh check gosh, that one yeah. out. I never yeah. saw it. Yeah. I mean, I remember liking it. I don't remember it being the most fantastic thing I ever saw, and I couldn't even tell you what the storyline or plot line was no, about. No, me neither. But I remember the visuals blowing me away. Yes. Uh, absolutely. But, like, for people to be, like, waiting for this for 13 years, I wasn't. No. <laughs> A lot of people were. Uh, but, yeah, so James Cameron is the king of the sequels, though, so he'll get it done with these ones. It, the new one comes out in December. So a lot of people have been wondering, like, where has Adele been lately? She mm-hmm. kind of t- quietly turned 34 last week, uh, and then there was all kinds of rumors of a breakup because Rich Paul, her longtime boyfriend, was not there at her birthday party. Oh. Well, yesterday, she set everybody straight and posted, like, a carousel of, like, kissing photos of her and Rich. But one of the photos, she showed the two of them standing in front of their brand new mansion holding up keys. So they just bought a home together. And not just any home. They bought Sylvester Stallone's mansion, which was listed for $80 million. She's got... She She's got, got a, a deal, guys. Don't worry. She got a deal. She only paid $58 million oh, for okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, that is a real big deal, actually. Like, yeah. She cut off that many million. 
Yeah, that I mean, it is a deal. The house yeah. was clearly overvalued. <laughs> it's beautiful, though. This mansion is gorgeous. It's long time known as like mm-hmm. the one that all the celebrities wanted to get, but uh, they didn't have the money. Wow. <laughs> I mean, she's got the money, though. But I think people are still wondering, like, whatever happened to Vegas? Like, yeah, they just kind of quietly postponed all those shows. There was all these production problems. Some people still have tickets. They're waiting for, you know. I did read that apparently she has a new team going to be working on uh getting that all going and stuff but she I don't still know. has a goal to get it done this yeah. year by the end of the year because she said next year she wants to go away and start making babies again so oh. she's got the mansion now for the exactly. all, all the nurseries all the, all the yeah. <laughs> gotta pay for a new house yeah and that's what's trending stuntman's do angie and janelle ottawa's move 100 all right if you're in the car right now driving to work just glance down at the dash take a look at your odometer and how many kilometers do you have racked up on your vehicle? It's National Odometer Day. Let's find the highest one in Ottawa today. Yes. <laughs> if you have a really high one, you need to call us and tell us what it is. 750-1100. You can tell a lot by a, you know, by a, a of a vehicle with the odometer. Like you what's can tell on a that, lot but, by a person too yeah. by how many kilometers they have on their car. Mm-hmm. I once bought a vehicle. That already had 250,000 on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that thing lasted me forever. And I can't say I really had a lot of money into it. Really? Not a lot of problems with that vehicle. Not bad. So bad. don't judge a book by its cover. It was a Sugasuki like sidekick, like oh, with a little Jeep, and those yeah. little Jeeps with yeah. the soft top. Right. Remember those? That thing lasted forever. Man, mm-hmm. it gives me hope to see how many people are, you know, saying like my car has over 300, over 400,000 because my car right now I've had for uh, about 10 years. I bought it with 46,000 on it and I have put over 200,000 kilometers on myself. So we're getting wow. close to the 300 mark. <laughs> Your car after 10 years is like what mine was when I started with it, 250,000. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so I, I'm just really hoping she holds on. I, I want to get as many more years out of it as I possibly can. Well, yeah. Stu doesn't know anything about what we're talking about. Well, I... I've- uh, yeah, I, I, I obviously, I obviously buy new vehicles. I'm that guy obviously. that yes, I'm the guy that buys a new vehicle and then trades them up because I have a problem with cars. What's the most you've ever had on a vehicle? Uh, it was my first car. It was my grandmother's car. I got it with thirty-five thousand kilometers on it, and it, by the time I was done with it, I had one hundred thirty thousand kilometers. On it. No, but Nothing. nowadays, yeah. you oh, nowadays you don't keep a vehicle past what seventy-five thousand kilometers. What? <laughs> I have a problem. Every couple of years, you're trading in your vehicles. I've got a problem. Might as well just start leasing instead of buying. And then when he gets bored of trading in his own vehicles, he trades in Connie's. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh my gosh, you're always upgrading. How many? How many's on your car right now, Angie? I wish I could tell you. <laughs> you don't know how many clicks are on your car? No, it's like one something, like high ones. I'm, I'm inching probably towards two. My vehicle's older too, like you it's a 2013. No yeah. So it's uh, it's just it's still perfect though. I, again, another vehicle I haven't had to put much into at all. Mm-hmm. So it's not always the kilometers. So you know? we want to hear from you if you've got a high vehicle car this morning. Well, we want to 
find the Hyatt. We want to find who has the best car in town. Because really, when a car can get up to, like, we're talking like four or 500 kilometers, it's got to be a good and well-made Yeah, vehicle. we're going to need to know the make and model. Yes. <laughs> and we want to find the highest odometer in Ottawa. If you think that's you, give us a call, 750-1100. Janet, for example, who has a 2003 Jetta with 572,000 kilometers on it. Wow. Her mechanic tells her, don't worry, that's just getting broken in. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. See, the thing, though, about uh, living in Canada, if you're in other climates, your cars will last a lot longer. Like Olivia pointed out on our Facebook page, she's like... You know what? I have to go check, but I'm round, uh, getting close to 500,000. But it's a 2008 GMC Acadia. Went from family car through two kids. Runs like a charm. But it's the rust that she believes will win the ultimate battle. Yeah. 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 Then yeah. it ends up just being a Flintstone car. You yeah. Just, <laughs> you have no like, bottom. Mm, <laughs> we have to take the car. Like, the motor still runs fine, but this car is rusting out. We have to get rid of it thanks to the lovely salt that we have here. That's yeah. right. I was, I was surprised to see on our Facebook page, Vanessa, uh, not Vanessa, Linda says she's got a 2008 Silverado with 560,000 clicks. Ooh. Why is that surprising? Because I didn't expect a Chevy to, to have that many clicks. Oh, just because it's a Chevy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, of course, the Ford guy has to take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we have Danielle on the line who believes she might have the most kilometers. How many you got? 448,000. Oh, baby. Okay. So what you it's driving? A, it's a 2009 Toyota Corolla. All right. Oh, you can't kill those things. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Still purring like a kitten? It is. <laughs> wow, you go, girl. Last year. All right, we'll <laughs> see if anyone can top that, okay? <laughs> All right. Hi, good morning, Move. What do you drive and how many kilometers are on it? It's a Jetta diesel, and I have 445,557 kilometers on it. What year's your, your Jetta? These are things I'm not good at. Um, we had it gifted to us from a friend to give to our daughter, but she can't drive standard. So I took it. So basically, I have no idea what year it is. <laughs> but it's still okay. kicking. You know what? It runs like a dream. It looks like junk, but I don't care. Yeah, my, my sister had one of those cars, and uh, that thing lasted forever. It's lasting forever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Hi, good morning, Move. So I got 1.2 million, uh, million kilometers on my uh, classic Mercedes, which is a uh, 300E, and it's uh, working like a charm. What year is it? 1.2 million? Uh, yes, uh, 1988, originally made it in Germany. And I'm from Poland originally. I'm living in Canada. But I know some taxi drivers in Poland on the 220 Mercedes, they got over 2 million kilometers, madame. Wow. The same motor? Yeah. Yes, yes, everything is the same. I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> I didn't know that odometers went that big. Like, <laughs> if you're taking if you're taking care of your car, so today with our technology, uh, you know, you can go easy up to five hundred thousand. It's not a big deal. You just have to do the basic maintenance, like oil change, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You just blew us yes. away. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 Well, I don't know how you beat that. One point two million. Nobody's gonna beat that. Jeez. Nobody. <laughs> Again, did not know that was possible. <laughs> the latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100.
When you've been running a talk show for 19 years, you have to go out big. And that's what Ellen DeGeneres is doing this month before she wraps up her show for the very last time. So some of her guests you're going to see this month, Justin Timberlake. uh, She's got Luke Bryan, Brad Paisley, Oprah herself, uh, Mila Kunis, uh, Pink, who, of course, wrote the theme song for her show. Uh, But after 19 years, you know, like, what are you going to wrap up with on your very last show who will be your very last guest well how about the person who was your very first guest ever on your show that's a cool idea i like that jennifer aniston of course Mm -hmm. okay i didn't realize jen was the very first guest ever Mm -hmm. on the ellen show and when you go back and take a deep dive into what they actually talked about and sat down i just actually did watch some clips from that very first show ever and you really get a sense of how long ago 19 years was (laughs) because they're talking about friends and jen was still on the show then oh my god and they were just about to enter their 10th and final season and then they exchanged gifts on the show, as Ellen often did, gave gifts to uh, her guests. She gave her a donkey-shaped cigarette dispenser. And she said, what? oh, my husband's going to love that. Husband? Because her husband was still Brad Pitt at the uh, time. Of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. And Brad was a smoker. <laughs> so, yeah, it just, wow, times have changed. So that very last episode of Ellen Ever is coming up on May 26th. So Mattel, once again, is reinventing uh, who they are in the world and trying to reflect a little bit more of the real world. And they've introduced 175 new dolls that represent real people. So they are doing their, they call it their fashionista line, and they have a Barbie now with a behind-the-ear hearing aid. Okay. Okay. They have a Barbie for you, Stu. That's a you Barbie. <laughs> totally. They have another one that has a prosthetic leg. Mm-hmm. They have nice. a Ken doll that has the Vitiligo skin condition. Oh, wow. Yes. They have all kinds of different... They have different eye colors now, skin tones, hair colors, textures, disabilities... Fashions, they say, you know, obviously more and more kids want to be playing with dolls that resemble them in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So the importance of inclusion is there, but wow, that's so cool. So cool. It's that so is. cool, but like about time. Yeah. Also, exactly. <laughs> people have been after them to mm-hmm. make some sort of realistic type dolls for years. Well, Stu, you have the hearing aid Barbie, and I have even one that uh, is for me now because they have even ones that have really tiny but- boobies now. <laughs> <laughs> they have dolls with smaller bust lines and curvy figures. So Yay. now that is the real world. Yes. <laughs> and that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, Janelle, who's made the cut? We're playing with Cameron and Jamie this morning. And uh, Stu, you'll play with Jamie first. Good morning, Jamie. How you doing? Good. I'm better if we win. Yes, of course. Okay, Janelle, choice of categories, please. Thanks to Laura Kittich, who sent these in. We have words with a double T or words with double S. Oh, my God. Uh, Let's go double S. Double S? All right. Three, two, one. I'm going to give you a big, wet... Yes. Yes, and we're going to try and keep this... um, uh, How do I describe this word? Uh, Okay, um... Uh, a famous, uh, at the Oscars, it's the best what award. It's when uh, somebody wins. How do you want to describe this? Oh, um, my God. 
Yeah, I, I know the feeling. Um, it's the person that wins. Uh, uh, no, the the female the female version of what you just said. Yeah. Uh, that was crap. What? I'm sorry. Skip. Yeah. You guys ran out of time. I'm sorry. I was actually. T- <laughs> hang on, hang on, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for calling him out. <laughs> that was tough, actually. Would anyone like to know what Stu's words were? <laughs> Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. <laughs> Jamie sure would. <laughs> Best actress is that what you're Act- going yeah, for? Yeah, actress. Yeah. And the other one I was trying to uh, that I skipped over was classy. Classy. Yeah. Other wow. words that he could have done was messy, moss, fossil, and blossom. Yeah, I wouldn't have done any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> Just hang on the line, though. You never know. All right, with the one. <laughs> with one. <laughs> We're gonna go to Cameron. Good morning, Cameron. Hi, Angie. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. Cameron, we have to beat one. <laughs> I think we can. I hope we can. All right. Your uh, category again is a double T. Double T words, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Not margarine, but... Butter. Yeah, you go play mini, like, you know, golf, mini... Putting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another word for a, a lawyer is your... Uh, no? Okay. Uh, if it's not the top, it's the... Bottom. Yes, you have to make this before you make a cake. You have to make the... Batter. Yeah. Uh, and people often put this before cat. It's a what cat? Like a little tiny... Pretty? No. Nope. Uh, um, a kitty cat. <laughs> kitty. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we were looking for attorney. Is that uh, the one we... Yeah, attorney was the yeah. other one that you'd, you, yeah, you good. had to skip yeah, on. Your yeah. lawyer is your attorney. Yeah, it uh, doesn't matter. We got it, Cameron. Man. Good job. All right. Woohoo! Sorry. I'm so happy for you, Cameron. Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> All right, tell Cameron Woody's one. And we've got some movie passes for you uh, for two and treats for two as well to Landmark Cinemas for movie lovers. Tickets and showtimes at LandmarkCinemas.com. Great, thanks. Enjoy. Thank you. Ottawa's Move 100. You know, we're always debating things on the internet. And the latest debate has people completely divided. And it all started up on TikTok about a potential meeting. And uh, we want to know what time you think this meeting should be held at. Because we all have different different yeah. ideas. It's so funny. Between the three of us <laughs> in this studio, we're all of a different mindset. So let's see where you land on this. This is the question that people were debating. This girl posted this on a video that got a bazillion comments on. And it went in all directions. So she said, if you have a meeting at midday, mm-hmm. then someone says, Can we move it forward two hours? What time is the meeting now? Is it 10 a.m. or is it 2 p.m.? Stu thinks it's neither. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think midday is 10 o'clock. In what world is midday 10 a.m.? In the world that we live in, we get up at the crack of stupid at 4.30 in the morning. So to me, midday is 10 o'clock. Yeah, but Angie and I still think that midday is noon. No, no, no. And that's the whole premise of this question, because most people automatically gravitate to midday being noon. Like, that's just always been, to me, the middle of the day is 12 o'clock. Of course, yeah. 
It's Technically, funny. if you're looking at a clock, but in my world, uh, midday is 10 o'clock. <laughs> For you, your midday is the time that I wake up at on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> you're 10 a.m. Like, that's late morning. Like Okay, so stew <laughs> aside, because that's not where most brains go. If you were, like, like most people, assuming midday is noon, noon, and someone says, can we move it forward? Is it 10 a.m.? Or 2 p.m. now. And it's all how you interpret forward to be mm-hmm. later or earlier. It's it's 10 a.m. I think that's a no-brainer. If someone says, can I move that forward two hours, for sure I'm going to be ready at 10 a.m. Because it's earlier in the day. I understand that it looks like it goes backwards on the clock. Mm-hmm. But to me, move something forward means that we're, we're, we're meeting earlier. Why don't you just say, uh, can we meet at such and such a time? Why do you have to... <laughs> All these new sayings, I can't wrap my head around. Like, if you want to meet me at a certain time, don't just say what time you want to meet me. Yeah, well, I think it's not that hard. Yeah, but I, my brain goes forward like to two o'clock. So if someone said to me, "Can we move it forward two hours?" My brain is thinking we're going like forward, and to me, forward is like the way we read something on a page, the way things go, like left to right. Right. I automatically, my brain goes forward to like two o'clock. Yeah, I would expect if someone is going to ask me to move the meeting two hours later, I would say they're going to push it. Well, that's push the it problem. Two hours. That's the problem. It's the word. The word move. <laughs> our station uh, <laughs> is the problem because um, if someone says, "Yeah, easily," if you push something. When you push anything, you're pushing it away from you, right? right? You're not pulling. You're pushing it. So if you were to push the meeting two hours, then that's always going to be two o'clock because you're pushing it forward Mm -hmm. or away. But the way that they say it, moving it forward... I'm so confused. So many people divided. Yeah. We want to know what you guys are thinking. So you can give us a text, uh, or you can give us a call at 750-1100 or text it in at 10-0-30. So far, one person says, like, yeah, uh, I I believe that that would be 10 o'clock, I suppose. So if someone says to you, you have a meeting at midday, can we move it forward two hours? Is the meeting at 10 a.m. or 2 p.m.? Where's your brain going? Let us know. 10. in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Well, there are a few fan bases that are as stealthy as Taylor Swift's fans when it comes to spotting all of her clues and Easter eggs. Like, I'm convinced if we had all of Taylor Swift's fans as all of the detectives in the world, we would have no crime. (laughs) Everything would be solved. (laughs) Uh, So they're at it again, and they're wild all over social media, and it's trending left and right. But Taylor Swift, uh, of course, her favorite number is 13. It's well-documented. She's got a lot of 13. And all of her music and all of her albums. And tomorrow happens to be Friday the 13th. Bum, bum, bum. Mm. So that's just one of the reasons why Taylor fans think uh, she's going to come out with uh, two surprise drops of some new re records tomorrow. She's been kind of quiet since she released the last she one. She has been. Mm-hmm. And like last year was such a huge yeah. year for her. Yeah. yeah. But they've roped in like Stephen Colbert and all of their Easter egg searching because she was on his show and they were talking about his birthday being May 13th. And like all of this stuff. So they are convinced it's coming tomorrow. So we'll have to see if tomorrow is the big day for Taylor. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel good moment to kick off your work day. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100.
What a story this is. The makings of a movie. So air traffic controller Robert Morgan got a call this week that he will never forget. Call came in from a plane headed out from the Bahamas, and the man on the call said he was one of two passengers on the very small Cessna airplane, and their pilot had just gone incoherent. He was surprisingly calm, Robert said, and he said, this is a serious situation, and I have no idea how to fly this plane. So the passenger had been around aviation. He'd seen other pilots fly, but never operated one. And he's like, I don't know how to stop this thing, even if I do get it on the runway. Like, I don't even know where the brakes are. So Robert, the air traffic controller, happens to have also some flight instructor hours under his belt, which is not always the case, but not in a Cessna. And he knew nothing about that model. Well, and think about it. It's not in front of you. You can't yeah. be like, oh, to your left, you're going to see this. Like- right. So <laughs> quick thinking air traffic controller printed off a stock photo of the cockpit of that model of Cessna and handed it to him. And he used that photo to go on to know where the controls wow. were. So he started guiding his new students step by step on what to do. Try to hold the wings level. See if you can start descending for me. Push forward. Descend at a slow rate. So uh, Robert made the key decision to guide the aircraft to their biggest airport. So just so he could give them a big target to aim at. And together, they somehow got the Cessna to touch down on the runway, something that usually takes 20 hours to learn in flight instruction. (laughs) And like the landing, I watched the video. It's unbelievable. So smooth, just not even like a bump. I've had... You know, rougher landings with pilots. Uh, So somehow brought it down super smooth. And Robert said, like, he felt like he was going to cry. Like, so much adrenaline rushing. Just so happy that nobody got hurt and that this worked out. But other pilots that were witnessing this were stunned because other air traffic controllers were relaying what was going on to pilots that were still waiting on the tarmac to take off. And he's like, guys, what you just witnessed is a couple of passengers who just landed that plane. (laughs) And the pilot, you can hear him over the speaker he's like did you just say passengers landed the plane (laughs) he's like oh my god great job so after that miracle landing um the Cessna pilot who was having a medical issue was transported to hospital. But as for the air traffic controller, Robert, he got to meet his new student. The men shared a big hug in that mm-hmm. moment. He said it was so emotional. Um, and the passenger that he helped, he said uh, all he wanted to do was just get home to his pregnant wife. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! And so he's just like, that was my only motivation to just get that plane to land. I just needed to go home and see her. So he said, in my eyes, he is the hero. He said, I was just doing my job. But wow. wow. I've had nightmares about that. Honestly. About being on a plane and, it, you know, the pilot you know, passes out. Yeah. And nobody knows how to fly the plane. I'm told you got to sit there. Uh, oh, my God. Hey. It's, it's like it's one thing to to do it with like a, a pilot teaching you in the cockpit. With yeah. You. yeah. It's a whole other thing when all of a sudden you're just like, you just got to do this. Yeah. You have an air traffic controller with some flight experience and a printout from Google. So what could go wrong? Bon chance. (laughs) And that's all the feels on Move 100.